What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely but very breezy Kenston, North Carolina. It is breezy. It is breezy indeed. It's Wednesday, January the 10th in the year of the Lord 2024. God, it feels weird saying 2024, Mike. It is kind of crazy, my it, man. It, it is. is. This is episode 998 of the Brian Hanks show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But we have another great show here for you today. Joining us live here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive for the first time in 2024. Wearing his proud, got a. I love that old pirate script. You've got. I do too. Uh, I do too. I think that's a good logo. I wish they would bring that back and some stuff. Uh, they, I think they did on a helmet one time. They, yeah, the very yeah, same. They did the. They did the helmet. Yeah. Dude, you got the old school EC hat on. Yeah, man. I, did you? I, I had to bring the purple and gold out today. It's uh, it, it's uh, it's been a good, it's been a good off season for pirate football and. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to be excited about with pirate basketball and we're starting to talk baseball. So it's, you know, it's, it's a good time for ECU athletics. I think I saw, uh, a, a sizable contribution made to uh, the athletic $1.5 million. I thought that was very nice of you and Michaela to, uh, to make that contribution <laughs> well, to uh, know, the pirate I mean, club. I, I, it was supposed to be anonymous, <laughs> but now that you let it out there. Pirates <laughs> unlimited. There you go. But, uh. I here is what I tell you what let me set up uh this because we, we've got so much to talk about over the next hour or so for sure for sure uh, but that's Michael Martin I haven't even introduced you yet for the first time in 2024 Kinston's renaissance man himself uh Michael Martin joining us here uh but then in our second hour uh you're gonna be able to make it out to the LCC game tomorrow night tomorrow night uh no today yeah Thursday night yeah I might be able to do that. I it's the first game yeah. of the year, of the 2024 year anyway, as uh, Lenore Community College will be taking on uh, Wake Tech tomorrow night. And in our second hour, we're going to be joined by LCC men's basketball coach Matt Grantham. He'll be joining us on the Spence Automotive guest line. We're going to get us called. He's going to get us caught up on what his Lancers did over the Christmas break. You know, they've not played since uh, like December 19th, maybe something like that. I think we might have gone to the last game or yeah. – no, 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 because they did play after that. They played uh, yeah, the team they beat by 78 or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, Dude, that team. you got a cough, man. You all right over there? Yeah, d- d- I'm actually recovering from – I had the flu last week. I had not. I don't know that I'd ever had the flu before, and it's been uh, – it, it wipes you out, man. Yeah. It's it's tiring. But, yeah, no, I'm great, man. I'm good. Okay. Well, you look good, man. Like I said, you got Appreciate the ECU you. stuff Appreciate on. You. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, – and like I said, uh, so Mike Martin here in the first hour, uh, Matt Grantham in our second hour. And uh, before you know it, the show will be over again. Uh, speaking of ECU, I mean, t- might as well jump to that. How much as, a, as an ECU alum and big-time supporter of the Pirates as you are – did you feel, I don't know, a little bit of ownership in Michigan winning the national championship the other night? I mean, seriously, I say Scotty Boy being, you know, the uh, the leader of that crew or whatever, but I saw a lot of ECU fans that were really happy that Michigan won. Because, I mean, you could take some sort of ownership in that, couldn't you? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's the first time in school history that they played a, a, a national champion and yeah, and and honestly, after week one, and you and I talked about it, I mean, I thought there were a lot of positives to take away from uh, the game against Michigan. Um, but, you know, 
I don't know how much. Uh, uh, this is how I feel about it, dude. If you got to lose to somebody, and yeah, it was a it was a, a sad season for ECU football. But man, to be able to, yeah, I think Pirate fans should be able to pat themselves on the back and say, you know what? Hey, thirty to three was the final of that game, and it was actually closer than that. And, and it really and, was. And they and they played a respectable game and. Yep. Um, and you know, I tell you though, I, I, I was rooting for Michigan in that game, um, and nothing against Washington or the fans of the Huskies, but you know, that team had been through so much this year and you know, yeah, some self-created though. To, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I think probably, but you know, I'm, I'm of the opinion that initially the sign ceiling stuff i was pretty fired up about yeah but as time went on i'm like who isn't doing that i mean if, if you're not then shame on you because what is the old adage if you ain't cheating you ain't trying <laughs> precisely yeah. and you know it, it's it just got it, it just got tired after a while mm-hmm. i mean it was the the hunt for Jim Harbaugh and you know you kind of felt like they were gonna try to take that guy down by any means and I you know I I think that um I think some of it may have been from within the University of Michigan athletics wow because for the type of information that was out there and the poor poor effort on michigan's part to 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 protect him from any of that i'm of the belief that a institution the size of michigan the institution the size of the university of michigan athletics had they wanted to you know protect harbaugh more they could have and and so i i think that there was someone within that that program that that didn't have an issue with Harbaugh being. I think maybe they thought he had gotten too big or whatever. Oh. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's neither here nor there at that at this point because I think it cauterized that team. I think it hardened them to anything that was outside of that. I mean, they played six games without their head coach and including against ECU to start the season. And, and I don't think that there is anyone that can dispute that they were the best team in college football this year. Um, I mean, you know, maybe a Georgia fan here or there could, uh, could have an argument, but, um, what about Florida state? <laughs> uh, dude, have you ever seen a team just lay down? And I, as an eight dude, you are sitting across the biggest ACC fan. Same. I mean, yeah, we, I know. I love, I know. It. I love it. And what they did, and, and not just the fact that uh, your boy lost $25 uh, on a bet, you know, because I thought, I was like, man, 14 points. That's insane. This is an undefeated team. But, of course, when you only play suit, well, you know, 75 of your players and 20 players sit out or whatever, dude. I mean, that led to it. But, anyway, my point being, I'm with you. You made an excellent point there. Michigan, I don't think there's anybody in this country that can say Michigan wasn't the best team in the nation, dude. And, and I think that, you know, it, that what they showed you, I mean, yes, they they had some exciting players, but, I mean, it was a lot of old school style football. I mean, protect the quarterback, sack the quarterback, Offensive lines, defensive lines, and then build from around that. I mean, I think a lot of, yeah, I think there's a, a lot to be said for that sort of, you know, old school style football, you know, as, as much as throwing it around and, you know, and, and, and running a play every 20 some seconds is. Do you like the pomp? Do you like the pomp and circumstance of the national championship? Cause I got to tell do. you, do, I do. I'm old. You're talking about old school, and I'm old school in that sense of just – and they've just added so much to it, too, with the drones and with, you know, the, the camera coming in and circling around the stadium and then, come, you know, the close-ups, man. It just – and I got to tell you, too, I wanted to ask you about this, too, Mike. The fact that there wasn't 
and Alabama in the national championship. The fact that there wasn't a Georgia in the or an LSU, and I know or a team <laughs> from the SEC. Well, I mean, that's what I just yeah. was getting ready, and I didn't even mean to, but I just named three SEC teams. But it was just refreshing not to have an SEC team in there. It, it kind of sad that it's the final time probably we're going to see a Pac-12 team. I guess uh, the two remaining teams are trying to cobble together a new Pac-12. 10 or pack 12 yeah. or pack conference or whatever but i i don't know i i guess my point that i you, you answer my question about the pomp and circumstance but was it not refreshing not to have georgia alabama lsu i was about to say tennessee tennessee's not played for a national championship forever but it was just the only word i can think of mike is refreshing it, it was and you, but you know my concern with that is it you know you i think with nil money you're going to end up with the same 10, 8, 10, 12 teams in the conversation every year because, yeah, the rich will only continue to get richer based on the current uh, system that's in place. I mean, I, I heard someone talking yesterday about that there need, that, that there's going to have to be some sort of labor type situation set up with well with with no, you're with right play, i'm shaking my head but yeah, no i'm agreeing with, play, with, you, but with yeah, players and institutions it. but but here's why i mean without some sort of labor agreement then you're gonna have the haves and then you'll have the have nots and we're sitting yeah we spoke earlier about a, a million and a half dollar contribution to to east carolina university but that's a drop in the bucket compared to you know what you know SEC schools bringing in Big Twelve you know it, it's yeah it, you've got there's got to be something done to 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 put some restraints on it and and so that everybody's going to be able to compete or you have to go in and say okay we're going to have the power four conferences and they'll they'll do their own thing and create their own set of circumstances and then there needs to be a secondary you know college football tournament for the uh you know what do they call the the non-power five schools you know the rest of i them. guess it's gonna be power four now right I mean, with the Pac-12. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't see it. And I think that was – I think that was the direction – I think there is an unwritten effort taking place to create four power conferences. And, yeah, the, I don't know how many people are aware, but there's no contractual obligation between the NCAA, the governing body of college athletics, and the member institutions. Hmm. Not sure I knew that either. So, so here's here's what happened. So the NCAA was created because of head injuries. Did not know that. Continue, please. Yeah. So uh, the Congress created the NCAA to research and prevent head injuries in in college athletics, and it has evolved into what it is today, but there's no contractual obligation with these schools to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a firm believer that, you know, the, this, this power four that's, that's being created are eventually just going to say, Hey, look, we're not obligated to the NCAA. And so you guys can make all the rules you want. You guys can do whatever you want, but, there will be no more NCAA March Madness. There will be no more NCAA college football playoff. Hmm. There's going to be the the Power Four or whatever they end up calling themselves, and and they're going to go on about their business. But uh, and I might, uh, you know, if there's someone out there listening, you know, show me that I'm wrong, but I'm fairly confident that, that I'm accurate about this, that, and, and, and I think that's the direction that things are going and, you know, kudos to them because if you're a governing body 
and you don't govern, yeah. Oh, no, then you know the you. NCAA is a is a is a joke, and I I don't see I don't see where it is continuing to serve its purpose in a in a in a manner that's beneficial to the member institutions. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is Mike Martin. Uh, welcome to today's show. Here, let me uh, go through some. I tell you what, before we uh, jump. Feet first into today, let's thank Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of Yeo Brian Hank Show. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Listen, School started, the spring semester started yesterday or uh, Monday. Man, I, since I didn't work Monday, I, I keep feeling like today is Tuesday, but then I look at my calendar and today is Wednesday. And Dude, those that's are the worst. Gr- those, no, that's actually, no, no, no. Like that? I think I it's Tuesday, man. but it's actually Wednesday. That means I'm a day closer to the weekend. I uh, love that part of it. But school started on Monday, but late registration is underway. You can still get in. You can do it by calling LCC at 252-527-6223, visiting their website at lenorecc.edu, or visiting one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton, and you can change your life today. Thank you so much again to Richie Honeycutt, to uh, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at Lenore Community College. And speaking of LCC, I know we talked about it a lot, or uh, Linda and I, and then Rich and I, and then we talked about it on the birthday game yesterday about that blessed event that took place uh, December 30th uh, over at LCC. Did, did you just go? I, I feel, you just got, I, well, I was there. I feel <laughs> you as, were there, but I that's feel, what I, I feel as though that it may be like a historical. <laughs> I don't uh, know about that. But I said, I got to say this. I said, blessed event. And you sort of, you're, you're the, the corner, you're, you're a big time smiler, but the corners of your lips kind of turned down a little bit and you tilted your head a little bit like, was it? But what did you think, dude? Uh, I, Ray, I does feel Richie like, Honeycutt run a tight ship uh, or what? It was awesome, I, and I do feel like it was certainly a blessed experience, and <laughs> um, it was awesome, man. I mean, the the it, the facility looked great. Uh, I was um, I, I was in the inner circle. I was familiar with what the flower budget was, and I think you uh, I think <laughs> you, you did well. Uh, you know, and, and uh, Rick Vernon. That He's dude's the best, that dude. is the coolest. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, the hair, the everything. I mean, Rick Vernon. He was in all black. He wasn't all black. That was, I thought that was pretty cool. That, yeah. uh, hey, listen, I, you know, and I've said this to you before. I've said it on the air here a dozen times, probably more than that. He's Kinston's uncle. Yeah. He's Uncle Rick. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I am yet Michael Martin. Because people, they'll say bad stuff about you. They'll say bad stuff about me. It is what it is. I mean, we're 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 big we're big guys. We can For take. Sure. When have you ever heard? In in all sincerity, when have you ever heard anybody say anything negative about Rick Vernon? I, Seriously, I, I I am unaware. Yeah. Um. And and I think there are an army of folks that would come to his defense if well, two of them were, are sitting yeah, right here. For sure. For yeah. sure. But no, it was. Uh, what was your favorite part? Oh wow. Well, besides that hot bride. <laughs> seeing genius yeah yeah wasn't that awesome it was it was i i, I tried to keep that under wraps a little bit yeah. that he was coming and uh nothing was sweeter to me than just a line of people lined well, up to see him and talk to him and get the picture taken and hug him and all that it was awesome Thank he you. came in uh he and i and, and um we arrived at about the same time yeah and I, I I went over to him. I leaned down and and told him. I said, "Look, man, I'm just keeping your seat warm." I said, "Everybody's ready for you to be back in that spot." And uh, you know, um, it, it was uh, it was bittersweet, you know, because he's still fighting. Let's, yeah, let's, well, let's, no, let's no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I that that's not where I was going. I mean, you know, you can give all the reports you want but until you see someone in person and and you have a chance to uh to interact with them a little bit it's hard to uh it, it it's hard to rationalize rationalize you know the the information you've been given um but you know it, 
you could tell that he was making efforts to respond to the things that people were saying to him. And, um, but yeah, that, I mean, there were countless things about that day, you know, um, your flower girls, you know, wanting y'all to kiss and all of those things. And, and Rick, that, that's where I think Rick was so great is, you know, is how he, he played to, I mean, the crowd's not the right word, but you know, oh, that's the, a good the way atten- to put it. The attendance, I yeah. mean, he, you know, and and it was great, and um, but you know, to see, you know, all the boys, you know, there together was really great, and I mean, just we could go on and on and on about um how great it was, but yeah, it was um, a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you and your lovely bride coming too, and we had a uh, we had a really good time out there that yeah, day. For sure. And uh okay, uh let me uh, go through some stuff. I got to ask you real quick. I tell you what, we'll save that for last. Uh, let me just remind everybody the Brandon Ingram MLK showcase. It's this Saturday at Kenson High School. It begins at noon. It goes all day long. We've got six games taking place out there. Uh, and I'll break down more of these over the next couple of days because we're going to have guests uh, on the show here. Uh, Wells Golich is going to join us tomorrow. We're going to try to get uh, a couple other. Jamal Kroon from uh, Goldsboro to join us. Uh, we're going to try to get Perry Tindall. We've definitely got Donald Ingram that's going to be joining us on uh, tomorrow's show too. But uh, noon is Hereford County versus uh, New Life Christian out of Fayetteville. One thirty is Wilmington Ashley taking on St. Paul's. 3 o'clock is Eastern Randolph taking on Swansboro, Greg Clemens' uh, Swansboro team. 4.30 is uh, Westover out of Fayetteville taking on Northern Nash. 6 o'clock, uh, one of the best 4A teams in the state of North Carolina coming all the way across the state. South Mecklenburg takes on Wilmington Coastal Christian. And then the nightcap, the big game, 7.30, is going to be Goldsboro versus Kenson, one of the best rivalries in North Carolina history. Uh, we were talking about LCC men's basketball. Uh, they are 10-3. and three. They are still in their Christmas break until tomorrow. Uh, again, we will be talking to Matt Grantham in our second hour about uh, his team. But they're 10-3, and three, and they return to action tomorrow at 6 o'clock at the Sportatorium when they take on Wake Tech and a lot of fun things that are going on that night. They're going to have uh, all kinds of student stuff. Uh, it's just going to be a good time. So get out there and see that. I know I'm going to be there. I think Jacques is going to try to be there. You, Mike Martin? Saturday? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to be out there. Or, uh, yeah. LCC. LCC. Yeah. yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. ECU men's basketball, uh, they are 8-7 and seven overall. They're 1-1 one one in the American. Uh, they are at Temple today at 7, and they're home versus SMU Saturday at 4. ECU women's basketball, they're 9-4 and four overall. They've won seven of their last eight games, and that only loss was to number one South Carolina. So ECU women uh, picking up where they left off last night or uh, last season. Uh, the Pirates are home versus UAB tonight at 10 or tonight at 6. Let me try that again. They're at home versus UAB tonight at 6. They traveled to Tulane Saturday at 3. ACC basketball last night, busy night last night. Uh, Duke improved to 12-3 and three overall, 3-1 three and one in the ACC as they traveled to Pittsburgh and had an easy 75-63 win. Uh, Wake Forest got knocked from the ACC undefeated teams that were un- un- undefeated in conference as they lost at Florida State last night. 87-82, Notre Dame won at Georgia Tech last night. Big night of games uh, tonight as uh, uh, the last two undefeated teams in the ACC, number seven, UNC, who is 11-3 overall, 3-0 and in the conference. They travel to Raleigh for a nationally televised game at NC State. Uh, the Wolfpack are also 11-3 overall, 3-0 and in the conference. Tonight's other ACC games include number 21, Clemson, who is 11 and 3, 1 and 2 in the conference. They are at Virginia Tech, who is 9 and 5, 1 and 2. Louisville is at Miami. Boston College is at Syracuse. Don't know how much you watched last night, uh, Mike, of uh, college basketball, but I was camped out because we had both Damian and uh, Trez playing last night. I, I, I was not watching college basketball yeah. last night. Uh, well, was... number two, Houston lost last night, and number one, Kansas. They both lost to unranked teams. Uh, let's give you a real quick update on, uh, high school basketball. Everything was postponed from last night with all the wind. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but, uh, Kenston is at home tonight against Southwest Onslow, uh, boys and girls, uh, North Lenore. They are at Wallace Rose Hill tonight. Uh, boys and girls, South Lenore is at home versus James Keenan today. Parrot Academy is at home today against Rocky Mount Academy. Bethel Christian Academy is uh, actually, off tonight, they will be at home tomorrow 
against Jacksonville Christian Academy. Green Central is at Wilson Betting Field uh, today. Aiden Grifton is at North Pitt today. And then Jones Sr., uh, they're actually off today. They will be home versus Richlands Liberty Christian Academy on Thursday. Uh, hometown Hero update. Let's get this in here real quick. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I got to tell you, man, he's making a run at being an all-star. I love it. They are actually going to be on national TV tonight on WCTI ABC 12 today. I believe that game starts at 8 o'clock as they'll take on Golden State. They're at Denver on Friday. Uh, Reggie Bullock Jr. and the Houston Rockets. I Oh, man, I got to show. Dude, check this out. Look what I got myself for Christmas. And I got nice. You like that? I did. Uh, I did. Uh, Good looking. Well, you know, all the other ones have autographs on them, or, so uh, I can't wait till he's back in town and uh, so I can, you know, get an autograph get on this some one ink. too. Get some ink on it, but uh, uh, buh, 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 they are at Chicago today. Uh, Damian, let's talk about the guys that did play last night. Damian Dunn and uh, the second-ranked Houston Cougars lost their very first game of the year last night as uh, or of the season as they lost at Iowa State. Uh, he... Uh, and I don't even have the score on here, but they lost. Take my word for it, they lost. I can't believe I didn't write down the score, but uh, he came off the bench, uh, played 10 minutes. He had two points and a rebound. They are at TCU Saturday. That game will be on ESPN. Uh, Dontrez Styles at Georgetown, man, uh, tough, tough game last night. They fell at home to Seton Hall, 74-70. to Trez played a team-high 33 minutes, had four points, two rebounds, two assists, and two steals. They are at number four. UConn, Sunday at noon. That game will be on Fox Eastern Carolina. Man, Jerry and uh, Vanderbilt having a continue their tough season. They are now 5-10 and 10 overall, 0-2 in the SEC after they lost at LSU last night, 77-69. to <clears throat> They are at Ole Miss on Saturday. Uh, i tell you what, I, I want to catch up with Isaac Parson here in a second because I want to get your feedback on that. But Ashanti Lynch and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, they lost at Coppin State Monday, 75-69. to She started and had five points, nine rebounds, an assist, and two steals in 28 minutes. And then uh, just talk about a schedule anomaly. Maybe it's like uh, midterms or whatever at Maryland Eastern Shore, but they don't take return to the court till Saturday, January the 20th. So they're going to have off uh, 12 days between games, and they'll be at home versus Delaware State. Dante Ellis of Pitt Community College, former Kinston product. They are now 3-10. and 10. A uh, big win for them as they won at Guilford Tech on uh, Sunday. Dante started the game, led all scorers with 22 points. He had a two rebounds, an assist, and three steals. They are home versus uh, nationally ranked Davidson Davy Community College Saturday at 3. Then they're at Cleveland Community College in Shelby Sunday at 3. Uh, a couple of roster updates here, too, as uh, I was doing my research over the last couple of days. Jalen Cobb from uh, North Lenore, who was on the Wake Tech roster. I was hoping we would get to see him tomorrow night as they take on LCC over at the Sportatorium. He is no longer on the roster. I don't know the deal. I just uh, he, he played the first half of the season, and now he's not on the roster anymore. So I don't know what happened there. They actually had a game uh, this past Sunday, and he didn't play in that. And like I said, I thought, well, maybe he's hurt, went to the roster. He's not even on the roster anymore. So I'll get up with Copperhead and my folks over at North and Lawrence, see what happened there. Wouldn't that be awesome if he transferred to LCC? A North and Orr player, that would that would be awesome. Would love that. Come on back home. There you go. Amen. Uh, who He was doing well. I mean, he was like the third leading scorer for Wake Tech. So, uh, hey, I, I, I think Matt Grantham would probably welcome him with open arms if he wanted to transfer to uh, LCC. And then uh, we said this at the end of last, uh, well, the last calendar year, but uh, Tamir, Mir, Mir, Moore, uh, who is at Mount Olive, uh, they're now 2-12 uh, and 12 or something like that, 2-10, 2-11, and 2-12. and 12. Uh, but it looks like he is going to be red-shirted. Uh, he had uh, suffered another injury, and what well, just means he's got four more years of eligibility. So uh, there you go. That catches you up with our hometown heroes. Well, no, not completely because I wanted to add this. How about Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State University? We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Didn't really get to go in-depth with it, but I wanted to, uh, since I had you in here and you're a big supporter of uh, the hometown people, how about – Isaac Parson, I, I don't know. He's the CIAA Player of the Week last week, you know. Uh, it also, was also, also, the HBCU National Player of the Week, Mike Martin. I, I saw that, and <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, there was another uh, 
um, a Maji Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green so, Central. Yep. So that's. Uh, that, well, he, it, well, let me say he was a defensive player of the week last week for the CIAA. So, uh, man, I mean, and uh, you know what we? I don't know if you know this or not. What we do every Friday here on the Brian Hanks Show, we have TGIF with IP, and you know, I'm not trying to take credit here or anything, Mike, but uh, you know, since he's been on TGIF with IP, dude, they've not lost since November. Winston-Salem State, they've won six in a row. Their last loss was November 29th. Uh, he's a national player of the week, the CIAA player of the week. Uh, did you hear what he said on the last show of uh, 2023? I did not. I did not. I brought it up, talking about your Pirates. Because, you know, both of you know his parents, Takima and Tad Parson. I do. And uh, both of them got their master's from ECU, was not recruited by ECU for whatever reason. I asked him point blank, him sitting right there, Jeremy Dixon from Kenston sitting right here in another chair. And I asked him, I was like, would you consider, you know, cause he's a, I think he's a fifth year senior this year. Uh, and, but he's got another year of eligibility remaining because the of uh, the COVID year. And I said, Oh, you know, dude, they're number five in the nation right now, dude. Winston Salem state. He's the national player of the week. He's been a CIAA player of the week. Now I think a couple of times he's probably going to be the MVP, the CIAA I said, what if uh, that that little school up uh, Highway 11? Uh, calling. Uh, yeah, exactly. What would your response be, dude? He lit up like it was Christmas, which it was right before Christmas. But he lit up and was like, uh, he said, I, I, I'd listen to what they have to say. That'd be awesome. Would That'd that be awesome. not be? Well, you know, and I think it, it, as, a, as, a, as a supporter of Pirate Athletics, that's always been one of my chief, you know, concerns with East Carolina basketball was their inability to bring, you know, local products in and and try to create some excitement that way. And, uh, you know, I've heard from different sources that, that the new leadership with the basketball has reached out to, to Coach Tindall and – um, Barnville Central and 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 other local schools to try to. to he try did to that on his first day, Mike. And I'm talking about Mike Schwartz. Uh, Got to give him many many props here. Previous administrations didn't even step on the Kenston campus. His first day at ECU, he visits Kenston High School. Visit he visits uh, Farmville Central. It's a lot to be said for that. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, because you cannot, you know, you, you cannot discredit the quality of basketball that's played in this area. Yeah. And I mean, it has received, you know, national attention and, you know, here you are and a, a, a struggling basketball program at the closest, you know, institution to this area. And, and that's not part of your, you know, I have said for years, Mike Martin, if, if you got somebody in there that would go micro and you know, you're not going to get, and I'm not denigrating ECU at all, but you're not getting Brandon Ingram. You're not right. getting him. You're not getting, uh, Reggie, you know I mean? Reggie was, you know, a top 20 player in America, but you know what? You could get Isaac Parson, who is now the HBCU National Player of the Year. You could have had him since a freshman. Jeremy Dixon, who is at Winston-Salem State, who is uh, coming into his own, too. And, I'm, and I know I'm being very micro when I talk about Kenston here, but, dude, there have been so many good players that have come through uh, through Farmville, through Goldsboro. And I need to find out. I need to talk to some of my, uh, my ECU people. Danny, if you're listening or whoever – the facing kid from uh, Goldsboro, remember the he was all everything, uh, all state last year. He's no longer on the ECU roster. I saw somebody put that up on a uh, on Facebook, and I looked it up, and sure enough, he's off the ECU roster now. So I don't know what happened to him. And dude, he was a people remember him last year against Kinston in the uh, Brandon Ingram MLK. I think he had something like twenty eight points and twenty rebounds. Wow, yeah. I mean, he was a stud and led uh, Goldsboro deep into the playoffs. And he's no longer on the ECU roster, so I don't know what happened. Have you your no, ears to the ground a lot? No, have you heard no anything? I haven't. But you do know, and I mean, and this time of year, there's a lot of roster movement due to you know academics and things like that. And, and look, as a as a guy who had a tough first semester <laughs> when I moved into Greenville, you know, it it happens to 
Did you but, get hit by the freshman ooh, 15? Well, well it, that too, probably. But <laughs> uh, I, I didn't hit the classroom as much as I probably should have. So um, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of things that factor in, especially that that first uh, first year, first semester. So, um, but you know, the, the one thing that I would say to all those guys is that you know there there are other opportunities out there. You know regardless of of where your struggles were and and you know hardship is is nothing as long as you learn from it Mm -hmm. and uh and gain something from it so hopefully uh hopefully some of those young men uh that that were impacted by that uh will find a new home and 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 get back on track academically. But, well, uh, I didn't realize how tough it was, especially being a student. I mean, it's tough enough, dude. You, were you playing sports at ECU? <laughs> and you, no. uh, me either. I mean, when I well, I didn't go to ECU, but I went to a community college for a couple of years in Charlotte before I went to UNC Charlotte. And it's hard enough just living your life and going to school when you had academics. Yeah. And that's what yeah. makes me respect what our boy Scotty boy is doing over here. I mean, he's working 40 hours a week for the football team. And still pulling down a three five, Mike Martin. He's he How is about that, uh, man? he he is to be saluted. He, he is he, a remarkable young man. Well, back to Isaac Parson and Jeremy Dixon. Amaji Dobb will have uh, IP here on the show on Friday. TGIF with IP, and by the way, it'll be our thousandth episode too this Friday here Good on stuff. the Hank Show. So pretty excited about that. I want to get away from sports just for a second because I wanted to get. I wanted. I wanted to brag a little bit on uh, Kenston Public Services last night, but I got to tell you, that win was pretty brutal last night, man. As you you looked in, I went out in my yard and picked up in my yard this morning before you got here because I was too embarrassed that Mike Martin would come pull it in. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, I took Molly out, and you know, I had to pick up some uh, signs and stuff that had blown throughout the yard and some trash that somebody's trash can had blown down. You usually come in from that way, but on the other way, Somebody's trash can blew over and blew trash just uh, all the way down our street. It, it just it happens. I'm not mad. Yeah, it, things right. happen. But I had to pick all that up, too. But my point being, I noticed on uh, Facebook, there was a limited number of people, but some people, including the Parsons. We were talking about Isaac Parsons, but Takima and Tad, evidently their power went out last night. Dude, hey. Not in our I neighborhood. Guess I, I was about to knock on wood, man. Yeah. I guess I can't. You know, it's calmed down a lot. But, man, we people want to take shots all the time. You know, at the city of Kenson, and don't get it twisted. I guess I've you know poked fun myself here and there, dude. I don't even know if it, we flickered. I think one once, time, once, and that and was you know early. when you take that breath, yeah, you take it flickers, and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting ready to happen, but dude, we didn't lose power at all last night, man. No, it was it was, uh, and look, we lost a, a. I don't know if you saw on social media, but there was a large tree fell in our yard, and I did not. When was that? Uh, early, early. I mean, you're talking about I, last night. Yeah. Yeah. When I came I home from work yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I posted on Facebook and, uh, you know, it, it, an act of God is the only thing that kept it from hitting our house. I mean, literally, um, you know, the, the corner of our garage or Lily Grace's bedroom and, wow. uh, I'm sorry, I got to look this up. Yeah, I did dude, not, I it a- too. I mean, it, it, it smashed my grill and, uh, and, that was about the extent of it, but it really was, you know, pretty remarkable that, that it didn't, um, wow. Yeah. I see your trampoline back yeah. there. I mean, it, it, the, the one place it could have fallen that it wouldn't damage anything. I mean, furniture, everything in place and, uh, you know, but it, it was a substantial storm. I know that, um, I, my folks down East, had a long, long night yeah, last night, and I mean, I know there were some tornadoes that um, touched down down there, and I'm still, you know, waiting to hear from a lot of folks that I care about down there. But um, you know, it, it was uh, it was a scary night, and it was you know something that you know, like hurricanes. You know, we have weeks, if not month plus, to know that. There's a storm that just came off the coast of Africa and it may, you know, and we plot it to death and, you know, we know exactly the moment that the wind's going to shift. And, but, you know, these, these storms like this that pop up a little bit, um, without quite the amount of fanfare, um, you know, you worry that are people going to be as prepared as they need to be for storms like this? And I will echo your sentiments and, 
uh, and thank the 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 public service workers with the city of Kenton. They do, and, and yeah, I make a point. One of the things that I've taught Lily Grace since she could talk is, if you see someone picking up our trash, if you see someone doing something in our neighborhood, you stop and you make sure that they hear you tell them thank you for what you do. I mean, that's awesome. You know, and, and because look that you and I both well know that, um, those folks bear the brunt of a lot of complaints and, uh, and don't get the uh, credit that they deserve. So, you know, if you see someone out there, um, working with our city, thank them. I mean, absolutely. And I'm telling you big time props to uh, Rhonda Barwick, uh, to all the folks, city of Kenston, man, because again, this is like, dude, I cannot, I better knock on wood for this. I don't remember the last time we lost power for a significant amount of time, dude. I mean, I'm talking in the years range, it's been a couple of years. I can't even tell you the last time. Like I said, I, I think it was probably the storm that did the damage out at uh, the college. What was that? Uh, gosh, storm wow. names run together for I me. Know, I, I need hey, to be hey, I'm I the same be, way, dude. I should be better about that than I am. But, um, but yeah, I would think you know, four years plus probably. Well, I, I've got to ask you about this. There's a new Facebook page. It's not been around that long, but you know where I'm going with this. I'm sure it's called the City of Kinston. I, I, have you seen that i had the one with the pot pictures of potholes yeah they've got their pothole yeah. of the week yeah, and all that yeah. and, and i'm gonna throw it out there i've had a couple of people ask me am i the one because someone's doing it it's not me dude and let me tell you the biggest reason i'm not that funny okay whoever no, it is no argument there no argument uh, there. hey just... anyway i dude i gotta tell you man i don't know i've got an idea of who it is okay i want to throw it i want to see who you say first but i've got an idea well, I've I've heard you think it might be the uh, the affable Dan Owens. Ding, uh, ding, ding! That's who, exactly. I think who, it is. Who is in, who's been a guest on this show before, and and, yeah. it, and is incredibly entertaining. I mean, if you don't follow Dan on social media, you're missing <laughs> out because he has some of the funniest and witty posts. Um, but um, I, I I don't I don't know. Do who, you know? Is it you? It's absolutely not me. Okay. Um. Although it's kind that you would uh, include me in the wittiness well, you of you are pretty, uh, you are Dan funny, Owens, dude, man. But, um, <clears throat> but you know, who I mean, is it then? Who is it? It's got to be no somebody. That, no clue. No clue. I mean, I bet we need to give Dan a call, see if it's him. <laughs> Even though I've heard him, well, I have through uh, now he's not told me personally, but I've heard through other sources because I thought it might be Zach Hawkum. I, you know, I, I thought he that a, uh, he would have been a pretty strong candidate. Yeah. But, and I talked to Zach Hall. In fact, the night before my wedding, you know, when we were out uh, gallivanting about uh, Kenston that night, had, that was a fun night, by the way. It was a fun There's night. There's nothing more fun than er- everywhere you go, everybody buys a, a beverage for you, you know. I mean, I, I which, by the way, thank you. And thank oh, you to, uh, yeah, I got to yeah. thank uh, Jason again. Uh, Jason was awesome. Oh, Jason Bryant was incredible, man. But, uh, but everywhere I went that night, people bought drinks. But I saw Zach Hall come out that night, and we talked about a couple of things. And that was one of the things I asked him if it was him. And he swore it's not him. I said, well, what about Dan Owens? And he said, unequivocally, he said he had talked, that Zach had talked to Dan. And, thinking it was Dan. Yeah, thinking it was him too, and that Dan had denied it. But uh, whoever it is, let me just say this. You are funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about, and, you know, to me, the ultimate compliment in this neck of the woods is to compare you to John Dawson because John Dawson's just – ridiculous by the way a new he's got a wedding column up about uh i don't know if you've seen it yet go to <laughs> bucklesbury.com i need to check yeah it, it's it's yeah he about my hip hop along uh rap whatever uh he's got richard clark he calls him dj mom pants <laughs> it just you got to check it out go to bucklesbury.com and check that out certainly but i just wanted to pick your brain because dude honestly nobody knows more people in kinston than you do and i just i didn't know if you had an idea of uh you are kinston's renaissance man as i like to call you uh mike i just didn't know if you may have known who it is who would it be then because to me like i said the the two big ones would be uh dan owens or uh, zach hawkham those are the two that i would you know if 
if I had to put if I had to put a lineup, you know, like a crime lineup together and of who it would be, I'd put you in there. I would even put John in there, but John Dawson, but I don't think this isn't his style of writing. Uh, and I got to tell you, as someone who's edited thousands of articles through the years, you know, for different, you know, for the free press and everywhere else I've been, I've read, I read everything that Dan Owens writes. Okay. And Dan, I think he might've slipped up a couple of times because, uh, he left his mark. He's left his mark as, uh, is, uh, uh, what would you call it? Not editorial, but his, uh, just a couple of things that he, that, uh, this, when I'm doing tell him what I'm doing, the air quotes, the city of Kenton has written that looks remarkably similar to stuff that Dan Owens writes. So, uh, your, uh, your forensic editorial. Yes. Ah, I like that. My forensic editorial work. Yes. There you go. Maybe we need to try to get him on the show next Wednesday. Oh, we'll that'd be grill so much him. fun. What do you that'd think? Be so much fun. Yes, I think absolutely. that's what we're going to try to do. Absolutely. But, uh, anyway, like I said, I just wanted to get your point of view and see what you thought there. If it was him or who, uh, might be. Uh, Linda said, you know what? And this is actually a good guess too. She said, Noah peace, which as we know is, uh, Stacy Heath. Oh, I don't know. Is it? I, I, I love Stacy. I mean, I did. He's been on this show oh, no, too. I, yeah. Dude, Stacy is the best. Yeah. And yeah. And what I love about Stacy, and I think the same would be said for Dan is, you know, those are two guys that regardless of what they, they have the best interest of the city of Kinston in their hearts that. and you know and 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 so it, it's always uh it, it's always entertaining to to see what uh noah peace or noah justice or <laughs> stacy or yeah whatever eustace. yeah eustace well i yeah. like him man he's just what i like about him and it, 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 he just, he doesn't take any crap, man. No, I mean, he's a no BS. He's a, yeah. just a, a straight up dude. And, you know, and, and he and I don't agree on everything and, and he's good with that. I mean, yeah. like, it, but aren't we supposed to be like that though, dude? Oh my God. Like that, in my opinion, is probably what is most wrong with society today is that, you know, you, you're no longer allowed to disagree and still coexist mm -hmm. and you know and and i'm not going to get into the debate of who's responsible for that no. because I, because it because goes both, both ways. sides are responsible yeah. for yeah. it and i'm well aware of that um but it's uh you know it, it's it's something that that we as a society have to recalibrate yeah. You know, our inability to to accept the fact that we're not always right. Yeah. And yeah, I've I've long said about politics that, you know that politically I always felt growing up that all the candidates had the same goal in mind. You know, that that we're all trying to get to the same destination, you know, a uh, 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 a brighter future for our nation, state, local, whatever. But you know, occasionally we're going to have different paths to get us to where we want to be. It doesn't mean that we're not working towards the same goal. And I and I do worry now that that's no longer the case. That you know we're not that we may not necessarily all be working towards the same goal. And I hope I'm wrong about that. I, I do too. I hope you are wrong about that. Here's the thing, though, that we're such a and and I, I'm not going to say we. I'm going to say even myself too. That <laughs> we're such a the era of recency. You know that we think oh. Things have just been bad over the last 10 or 12 years. Dude, all you got to do is do a little bit of going through history, dude. It was this way in the 1800s. For it sure. was this way in, all throughout the 1900s. I mean, it, people have not got along for a long, long, long time. Has it got a little nastier? Yeah. I like to use the, the example of uh, of Jesse Helms and Ted Kennedy. Yeah. Jesse Helms, about as far right as you could go and just disagree with a ton of stuff that he stood for Ted Kennedy on the other side, on the left one. But did you know, this is one of the things that inspired me the most. You can look this up. 
they would eat lunch together once every period. I, I at one time I sat here on the air once a week, and somebody pointed out it wasn't once a week, but they tried to get together once every period of time just so they could bounce things off each other. Yeah. Jer- Jesse knew Ted Kennedy's just out there. Ted Kennedy knew Jesse was out there. But you know what? They both loved our country, and they were doing what they thought was best for our country, and they would get together once every period of time, if it was a month, a week, whatever, just to sit and have lunch in the Senate lunchroom just so they could bounce stuff off each other. Yeah, absolutely. That's the Now, that's where the difference is now. <laughs> I don't think you could see some factions today. I don't think you would see, and I could throw this out there, I don't think you would ever see Donald Trump and Joe Biden sit down together and no. have a beer and just, you know, try to, no. you know. No, no, no. You know? and, and nor do I think you would see, you know, it does. I mean, there's no point in getting into specifics of that because – I. It, I think so many things are, you know, are party driven today where, you know, before it it was, you were driven by love of country. And now I think you're more driven by love of political party and political interests. And that's a, yeah, that's a scary thing. I mean, and, and, you know, you've got to have people that go into go into office with the intentions to to make this country a better place and and to have you know to to have difficult conversations and and be willing to be open to the ideas of other people mm-hmm. i mean you know it, you're you know, you've, you've seen where Congress has said, well, you know, we're not going to pass any legislation that comes from, you know, this party. Well, I yeah. mean, that's not your job. Your job is, not, is to not go to Washington and, and do nothing to spite someone. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it's, it's unfortunate, and I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure what it will take to, to get, this thing turned around i mean you you hate to say it but you know it's tragic things are what you know brings us together yeah and 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 that might be that's a really great thing about this country is that it there are tragic things that bring our country closer together but you know the unfortunate part might be the fact that it takes those tragic things to bring us together when we should have been brought together by something much less, uh, much less painful. Well, what are, what are your thoughts? And I know and I love what you and I do when you get in here, we're, we're just all over the map and I don't care. I don't even really have a list of stuff that we talk about, but I did want to talk to you about the city of Kenson thing, but we're off that now. How much are you into? And I had Tony Sears in here a few months ago and he is a big JFK conspiracy guy. And I am too. I love it. How, are you into that at all? Or do you, I mean, I, you don't there, find? there's so many things that I find conspiracy. <laughs> well, the mother, are, you are the father of two, yeah. two children. Yeah. And, well, yeah. no, like, like the moon landing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I become more and more skeptical about that every day. Do you really? I, I do. I love, okay, let's I go do. down. But we'll because, get back to JFK in a second. I love this. Go ahead. Why is that? Because. I love this. Okay. Because if we landed on the moon. Uh-huh. A, how was there a camera there to film it? Okay. And B, why have we never been back? And the B being, you know, the bigger of the two. I mean, I I think that... Well, well, uh, the, there was a the camera part. Yeah, I've always found that kind of interesting that, you know, there's uh, pictures of him coming down the steps, putting his, you know, footprint into on yeah. the moon or whatever. I'm assuming... Uh, that's a good question, Mike. But I'm assuming that there was just maybe like a a camera that was part of the the already there waiting for them. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but as part of the landing craft that maybe was separate and it maybe uh, swiveled around and I don't know, Mike. I mean that that's that's a good that's a good question. Really, wait a minute. Now you're not a flirt a flat earther though, are you? No, no, no. Okay, no, okay, no, okay. No, no, no. Well, you know there are people out there that genuinely believe that you know that are planet is flat yeah Kyrie Irving is one of them <laughs> allegedly yeah oh uh, uh, yeah yeah but no no and 
The, I did not know that. I kept, things you learned about Mike Martin today on the show. Uh, he, well, he, it, not it, that you said it didn't have, but you, you have some concerns about the moon landing. Yeah, it's just odd to me that it's never happened again. Like, you know, it. they're just monumental things in life that happen. Do so you think it took place in a, on a sound stage in Burbank? I think I, I think that's as legitimate a possibility as it actually happening is. Um, oh, this is awesome! But you know, but the Kennedy, I can't wait. I can't wait to type up this uh, this this recap. But the Kennedy assassination. Well, where I was going with that, let me say this: while you get your thoughts together on that, there's a new uh, podcast out. Linda and I listened to it on our way up to our honeymoon and on our way back. Uh, it is awesome, Rob Reiner. You remember yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 10-part series. In fact, Linda, the last part comes out today. We listened oh, to the first nine gosh. of them on our way up there and on our way back. And uh, Linda, don't make any plans. Yeah, well, I got Kinston tonight. Kinston plays tonight, and I got to do PA for that. So we got to figure out some way. It's only about 45 minutes or so. but So we've got to listen to that over sometime in the next couple of days. But my point being, it is really interesting. And they rehash a lot of the stuff from uh, – Remember the JFK movie that, uh, uh, oh my God, Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone. Thank you. I about said Oliver North <laughs> that Oliver Stone, uh, put together back he in, years in it as well. And he does, he rehashes a lot of stuff that was in that movie, but uh, it's very interesting. It's very well put together. And if you're a big JFK guy, and I think I'm going to try to get Tony Sears on here because he's, he's bigger than me and you combined when it comes to this, he really, he's got all kinds of theories and stuff about it. So, uh, I, I think after, Maybe I'll wait a week or two and get Tony back on here, and we, we've got to talk about that because uh, I love – not love. That sounds weird. I don't – I'm sad that our president got killed back in 1963, but uh, I just think it's very interesting that uh, there there's just no way, no how that one person killed our president when – you know, and we don't need to get into all that, but it just it, – it's very interesting to me this, the way that they sold it to the country that – you know, the, the powers that be in 1963, that's the biggest difference, I guess, between now and 60 years ago, Mike, is that, you know, 60 years ago, if the government said it, by God, you believed it. And it was, you know, and, hey. I, and I think we were better. I think we were a better place then. I mean, I, I think that having belief in the systems that are in place. But what about when the systems that are in place, Mike, are, I mean, I don't have to tell you this. You know this very well. I mean, I mean, black folks had it pretty bad 60 years ago. They still, oh, there's, you no, know, there's no arguing that, but, but, and I'm not using, just saying just that, but I mean, we were just fed all this stuff as, you know, Hey, America first and, and not, don't get it twisted. I served in the army and I, I love America. I love my country, but you trusted everything that was told to you and even to the point that they told people in our country that hey he was i mean within an hour it was lee harvey oswald that did it he was you know here's his whole background they had built up this whole thing about him and as a country we were supposed to okay yeah it was a single guy that killed our president uh, you know blah 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 and he didn't do it and he probably didn't even do it he didn't even fire off a shot dude Anyway, you got to listen to it. You don't think he fired a shot? I do not think he fired a shot. That is one of the things that have really come out of this uh, uh, this podcast. And even J- even the movie JFK 30 years ago uh, intimated that he had nothing to do with it. Uh, I mean, he, was, uh, he worked for the CIA, Oswald did, and all this other stuff. But he, didn't, he was in the lunchroom four floors down. From the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository, when it even happened, there are witnesses that put him in the lunchroom. They did the little cheek test, you know, uh, when you fire uh, whatever, not calcium. Residue. But, uh, yeah, Contract some kind of residue, residue. yeah. He, they did that test on him. It didn't pass, or he didn't have anything on him. So how do you, and they say it's impossible to get that off your face, and he wouldn't even have known anything about that test or anything. Anyway. I guess my point to saying all this is one, it's a hell of a podcast. If you got some time, yeah, you know, man. like you know, yeah. like when you're out jogging, you know, and stuff. And, uh, uh, if I jog, I'll <laughs> listen, but I don't think that's. Gonna but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, when you got yeah. some time, yeah. uh, it's a very good podcast, and it breaks things down and it makes it very simple. And again, I can't. I got to get Tony back here on the show to talk about that. But we just, I guess, my point is, it's a good podcast. And second point is, 
there was once upon a time in this country when you believed everything that was fed to you. And, dude, question everything, man. That's the cool thing about being a libertarian, which I'm proud to say I am. I, I don't believe everything that's fed to me, and I don't think anybody should. I think whether you're, you're a Republican right. or a Democrat or even a libertarian or anybody, you should never believe everything that's handed to you. Question everything. Don't, you know, that's what I used to tell don't my reporters. Trust the government. That's what, uh, and don't trust anybody. Okay. Uh, I mean, God, now, sound, now, now who sounds like a conspiracy theorist? Yeah, take, uh, take the tinfoil hat off. Brian. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But this is what I used to tell my reporters. And I mean, every one of them will tell you to a person. If your mom tells you she loves you, you better double source that stuff. Okay. Seriously. If, if you, my mom does love me, Brian, <laughs> how do you know? Have you double sourced it? She told me. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. We're at the end of our first hour. I need to, uh, you're going to hang out with me for a little I, bit. I, I'm going to have to slip on today, my man. Oh I know, man. I know it's rare. It's rare. It is very rare, but I, but I appreciate you being here with me. Uh, Always a good time. Not a long time. <laughs> Well, that's what I do. That's my fun. My favorite saying. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Amen. Amen. There you go. Well, uh, Mike, I appreciate you coming in today, dude. Good to uh, see you, my again, man. you look good in your uh, your purple, uh, and, purple gold. and gold, dude. All right, brother. Be good. You too. That is Mike Martin as we're wrapping up our first hour here of the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, coming up in our next hour, uh, we're going to uh, get you caught up again with some of the games that are going to be taking place tonight, some of the news around our area, and then we're going to have Matt Grantham, Lenore Community College, joining us here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs>